0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Under Par Podcast. This is a golf podcast where... Little White Ball is live. I'm your host, Scotty T. And I'm joined by my co host KJ and T-Bone. What's going on, fellas? Living it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're recording this on December 30th, so it will be dropping on December 31st. The end of 2019, New Year's Eve. What y'all's plans uh, for New Year's? KJ, how about you? We're going out. Going out? Going to play some golf the next day, hopefully? Because uh, well, Little White Balls. I late. never
1: miss a tee time. But <laughs> sleep, probably.
0: I'll probably show up. You're going to miss out on the sleep to play golf.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we're going out the night before. Respect. I don't half-ass anything. Of course Layups not. for basketball. Um, yeah, so I'll probably sh- put my golf clothes and shoes into my golf bag tomorrow night. And so when I show up in the same clothes,
2: got a nice little change. Just take, it, take your clubs to the bar.
1: Well... That no, is interesting. because then I start pulling That's off shots, <laughs> and it's a liability. Hey, move that Jenga game and that drink. Or you'll pull a 10 cup. And I'm going to hit a stinger right through there. You'll
2: pull You'll pull off a 10 cup. <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know if we hit, have any pelicans, the, though. Yeah, hitting the pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you'll if we probably know You'll probably be seeing pelicans tomorrow night, though. We'll, we'll
1: see how it goes. Yeah.
0: Multiple pelicans.
1: Yeah. I don't know why we got on this, but yeah.
0: One of the best Halloween costumes I saw was from my boy, Kale. Shout out to Kale. And he was a blind referee and he's out at the bars and he keeps like poking the bartender with his, <laughs> he got kicked out so fast. Was, <laughs> I love it. So that's why I'm just envisioning you bringing a golf club to a bar and you keep poking the bartender. You get your ass kicked out so fast. Take
1: a shot, toss him to the club. Hey, have him back by six. Clean yeah. that off. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's done. Make sure you clean the grooves. <laughs> between.
0: Man. Well, this is also our first uh, time recording with the brand new equipment. How about that? Since July. We haven't had this equipment back since July when we got stolen. Yeah, we, we got robbed. We got robbed. Go back and listen to that episode. I'm not going to lie. I, still, I was rattled from that. I like When something like that happens, you just feel very vulnerable. And I just, Especially at your place of work. I think that's... Anyway, so first time with back with new equipment. Last podcast of the year, fellas. This marks one year, essentially, anniversary of three under par podcast it's been a fun year huh what y'all think so that's what this episode is going to be year in review for us probably more golf and then probably the end of a decade talk because it's the end of a decade a lot of things have happened in golf just think about Tiger Woods all the ups and downs that he has had and the fact that he won the Masters Championship in 2019 I mean I feel like we can start right there that's got to be the highlight of the year, right? That might be the highlight of all of golf, period, but for sure Ever. the year. yeah, Right? Decade for sure. Decade
1: for sure. All time. Biggest win. Biggest comeback. Biggest sports moment of all time. No doubt in my mind.
2: Right behind Danny Willett.
1: <laughs> yeah. Danny Willett and Patrick, <laughs> we- Patrick Reed. <laughs> I love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Look every Masters is great in its own special way no, because it's no, the Masters. No. <laughs> but there was a like, period two... of time. You have Sergio Garcia, Danny Willett, and Patrick Reed all win the Masters. And you're just like, dear God, like what is going on Sergio, right now? Sergio, I'm okay with. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Are you, though? Yeah, I'm mean, actually th- okay with Sergio. That was three years in a row. You had Danny Willett, Sergio, and Patrick Reed. Well, Sergio was Ugh.
2: always kind of the best player who hasn't won a major. So at least he was... On not even on the radar because it'd been so long, but at one time on the radar, yeah. The other guys, you're just like you see them just hovering the leaderboard, and you're just like, get the fuck out of here, please like, <laughs> no, please anything. <laughs> oh my god, Charles I...
1: Schwartzel was rough too. It's anyways. It was rough seeing everybody just lose the Masters and Danny Willett end up winning. Like I, I feel like that was one of the few Masters that was not won. That was a Masters that was given away by people that we would have loved to see it win.
0: People, person, who okay. we would love to see it win. Yeah. And then Danny Willett. Like, you know what stinks is that in hindsight now, so before Tiger Woods, you had Willett, Sergio, Reed all win the Masters three years in a row. Danny Willett really hasn't done that much since the Masters. I think he finally won a tournament again this year, but there's a two year period where he was nowhere to be seen. Sergio Garcia. Yes, you're right. At one point, he was the number two ranked player in the world but behind Tiger Woods. But didn't he say at one point that he just didn't think he could win a major? Maybe because he was leading the British Open at one point uh, with like 36 holes to play or 18 holes to play and then just shit the bed. It didn't happen. He didn't think it was going to happen. He won, but again, he hasn't done anything since. Outside of the Ryder Cup. I don't want to talk Ryder Cup. Patrick Reed, we know how much of a douchebag that he is. And just, especially after what happened at the Hero World Challenge in the President's Cup just a mere weeks ago, like, that guy sucks. I mean, you got to look at it, though. Like,
1: Danny Willett. Not a big name. No. The guy wins the Masters. So what does he get? To play the Masters until he can't hit a golf ball, basically. What more are you looking for out of golf? Like, golf is all about, you know... Getting better the drive and everything. I won the Masters. That's awesome. I get to play Augusta whenever, well, not whenever I want, but every year till I literally can't hit a golf ball.
0: You're always welcome on the grounds, pretty much. What more
1: do you need as a golfer? Like, that is the biggest. That's it. I don't care about a trophy. I don't care about the money. I don't care about anything. If I can go to Augusta whenever I want and play it for the next, I don't know how old it is, 40 years. And wear the green jacket. Unbelievable. Yes. It's hard hard to get out of bed the next day and uh, really go work on your short game after that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever pick up another club. I'd
1: shoot 104 all year and then practice a month before and then go to Augusta.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I like that a lot, actually. Dude, because that's like the ultimate BDE. If you just like... You have a freaking green jacket. I love it. Uh, Well, that kind of... We're, that was more of our decade talk. Do you want to go back to just 2019 again? You know, talking about Masters uh, with Tiger Woods. Again, they do like that's just the ultimate. I almost want to just
2: do second best moment because
0: I think we've talked about it. Yeah. There's uh, nothing it's, that's going to hold a Yeah. There's at. nothing more that we can say that would add to what's already been said, not only by us, but by other people as well. I mean, chills. Every time we say it, KJ just no, looks at his arms. Gonna this and... time. It's
1: not going to happen this time. I already got it taken care of. <laughs>
0: this is true so fellows what are some other things that stuck out to y'all in 2019 that you will remember whether it be major championship let's throw in the players in there as well just kidding haha. or just other things that stuck that stuck out to y'all in 2019 so while y'all think on it one of the first things that stuck out to me was actually a golf gossip with matt kuchar <laughs> like matt kuchar was something that just stuck out and will not go away for that poor bastard because he's a penny-pinching bastard. He's not like, a poor
1: know. bastard. He keeps all the money. He's, <laughs> he's sitting on it. He's yeah. sitting on stacks. Yeah. I, th- I think Matt Kuchar being in the limelight, which T-Bone's harped on it multiple times, when the Would you ever have thought that was going to be the issue? Never. Like, he's the ultimate dad, like, just play it. I mean, he's got to have, like, seven hybrids. I see a lot of head covers in that bag. Like (laughs) oh shucks kind of guy. That, him being in the limelight just for the negativity and all that stuff, and then Phil just finally starting to kill the social media. Really sticks out to me.
0: Okay, I like that. Really sticks out to me. T-Bone, how about you?
2: So, I don't know if it's a heat of the moment type thing, but I think the whole Patrick Reed debacle that towards the last part of this year was pretty big. Definitely. We, t- we spent a whole episode on it, but going from being a captain's pick for the President's Cup, blatantly cheating, then just being a total <laughs> raising fucking hell at the President's Cup when you would think that you would be on your best behavior and kind of get past all of the controversy that's happened. I'm pretty, I'm still pretty shocked with how he responded and how his caddy responded. Mm -hmm. It was just such a bad moment catching him, the whole cheating fiasco that you thought it would have, you know, it would have played well, or if he didn't play well, he would have been quiet at least been pretty low profile for the president's cup, but he just made an ass of himself. He really did. And really, the I think the, only, the main thing he had going for him as a player, and the only th- reason why he was really liked was because he was a good Ryder Cup, President's Cup player. But
0: Captain America! Right?
2: Captain America, that bullshit fucking nickname that I don't know <laughs> they gave him because he played good in a Ryder Cup. But I thought that was a pretty big story. I think it's just because it's relevant or recent. Mm-hmm. That's why it feels pretty relevant right now, but...
0: Well, to go off that, I think the President's Cup, I mean, that was a really big deal. Whenever we talked about KJ, you weren't here. Uh, first off, what's your opinion on Patrick Reed and the whole Hero World Challenge thing? Because I, I, I think he's just straight cheater.
1: That was the most obvious and evident thing I've ever seen in my life. I agree. And this is not—it's going to sound biased coming from coming from me because, obviously, I'm not a Fat Pat fan. Nope. Um, but— you have played enough golf in your life where if you're looking at the back of the golf ball, where we're going to strike the golf ball, and anything changes, even a leaf that's not right by it, anything changes, you're going to know 100%. This guy went from a half-plugged lie to clean back of the golf ball twice. It was the wrong Every camera time. angle, though, you, right? you know, like You know oh how, many, how many takeaways that guy's made? You think he couldn't feel the sand getting brushed? It's like, asinine. It, it pissed me off more that he said it wasn't intentional and he didn't see it move. All right? If he would have been like, hey, guys, if he literally would have came out and said, you fucking caught me, I would have been like, all right, one, I'm not on board with him, but we'll keep him at his, like, negative one level. Yeah. But as soon as you start lying about shit, when you're red-handed caught, like, that was the most intentional and obvious thing I've ever seen.
2: I think it's weird because you never see that in pro golf. Intentional
0: cheating. If anything, see in high school golf, like all the time, <laughs> all the time in Shit, high school. Sometimes,
1: golf sometimes in college too. Sometimes smaller college. That's true. Guys are real competitive and just assholes.
0: Yeah. Anyway, but I think the Presidents Cup, it was the first Presidents Cup. I think T Bone, you said it best that I think I'll remember. I won't. I don't really remember any other Presidents Cups because we we remember the Ryder Cups. I mean, those things stick out like a sore thumb every single year for their different moments. This is the first President's Cup. It's like, all right, I'm going to remember Justin Thomas paired up with Tiger Woods. I'm going to remember Xander and Patrick Cantlay and those moments that they had winning on 18 and Tiger dominating Abraham Anser in the last round. Uh, just Them editing it was the amazing. Uh,
1: video of Tiger walking in that putt and already taking off his oh, hat. So great. I, it's going to stick out because how much shit did we talk about the other team? Actually, we didn't even talk about the other team. That's talking shit about them.
0: We sure did not.
1: And we thought it was just going to be an absolute blowout. I was genuinely concerned there for a little while.
0: Mm-hmm. Genuinely concerned. Yep.
1: I'm glad we smoked them in singles on the on the last day, but we were down. We were down the whole time.
0: We sure were. It was never. I never was my so life would nervous. I was nervous. Nope.
1: I, I thought this was going to be something that I could uh, not watch the last day and then tune in for the. Ceremony.
0: Right. So I'm here on golf.com right now just going through best moments. Let's see. Matt Kuchar, number one. The caddy gate. I don't know if that's the appropriate term or whatnot. But one of the other things that is on this list is number three is Sergio's bunker breakdown. Do you remember when he was playing in Saudi Arabia and he just went the to town like a tire iron going on these bunkers? What, what was he doing? And then that reminded me of... The match play in Austin, Sergio, and then that involved Matt Kuchar again. Who moved more sand, Sergio in the bunker or Patrick Reed on his takeaway? Oh,
1: good question. <laughs> Man, I don't know.
0: They were both <laughs> moving some earth. <laughs> they sure were. Man, that, gosh, that was bad. That was bad. Sergio, he, we are talking about beforehand, or actually we started recording and then half, or no, wait, we were talking about that earlier. Sergio winning the Masters, like, the, I mean, Sergio's he can be a little bitch sometimes. And that's a perfect example of him being a little bitch. Phil Mickelson definitely makes the list. His calves. I mean, Johnny Drama obsession with calves now It's kind of a weird thing. This is really interesting. Do you remember before the Masters, they had the Augusta National Women's Amateur? Yeah. I Cupcho. totally forgot about that. Cupcho. Jennifer Cupcho yep. beat uh Maria the, Fossey. Yes. And who's dude, also playing
1: good golf. She Cupcho just killed it.
0: Yeah, they just turned professional. Both of them did. And that was so much fun to watch. I mean, any time that you get to just see Augusta National is a big deal, but those girls were playing some phenomenal golf. Coming down the stretch, Jennifer show ended up making the win. I feel like I just mispronounced the name, Cupcho. Excuse me. That's right. T-Bone, just what's the name sol- I always mispronounced? <laughs> as long as it's... you don't
2: have to pronounce Joaquin Neiman, we're good. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, what okay is it? how
0: do I pronounce
1: it? Joaquin. Joaquin. Jo- 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 actually, one of the first times it was Joe. <laughs> It started off with Joe. <laughs> it's as bad as a North Korea, South Korea blunder oh, that it, okay, had. It's,
0: it's called what one more time? Joaquin. 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 There Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. Your boy did not show up at the President's Cup. He's young and nervous. So was
1: Abraham Answer. He did pretty well. Uh, he killed it. Speaking of young
2: and college wait, golf and Wait, all who's that.
0: the 21-year-old uh, who played on the President's Cup? The South Korean guy. Byung? Uh, Sung J M. Sung J M. Yeah, he's twenty one years old and he kicked ass at the President's Cup.
1: Dude, he has—he's gonna be one of those guys that is just gonna be beating down doors for the next ten years as well. Yeah, I think you're right. He's—he's he's very mechanically speaking, right on. You're right. Another
2: twenty nineteen highlight that I think of is Matthew Wolf and Victor Hovland. Ooh. I think there's a lot of hype with college golfers, and I've never—I don't. It's been a while since I've seen. College golfers live up to the, so much hype. I mean, those guys are going to be really good for a long time.
0: and are on Colin Wolf. Morikawa, too. Colin yeah. Morikawa? Yes. Dude, he's, yeah, oh, all three of those guys. I haven't really heard, like, outside of Spieth, there aren't that many college golfers that you hear about while they're playing college golf, except those three guys. And they've delivered so far on the PGA Tour. It's kind of fun to watch. That's a good one, T-Bone. I like that.
1: I like seeing those guys, especially Wolf, just shows you about golf. Like, nobody would ever look at golf and be like, all right, this is what I need to do. And that guy is pounding the golf ball with that swing. It's, it's, it's
2: phenomenal. Yeah. I also think over the summer, we would have a podcast every week, our weekly podcast, and we'd be talking about Victor Hovland every week. And I'm like, what the f- – <laughs> there's got to be <laughs> better stuff guy? to talk about. Yeah. But he was playing
0: so good, we talked about him every – Every week, I still stand by this. I think Matthew Wolf is going to be the best golfer that ever come out of Oklahoma State. I think it's going to be better than Victor Hovland. Even though Victor Hovland, gosh, that's such a hard thing because I think Victor Hovland's swing is more repeatable. Fuck. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Hot take that's there, right? do, you think that's,
1: do you think that guy is going to be taking it straight up in the air and clearing hard when he's? 35. There's Dude, no at, way.
0: Okay, people are probably saying the same thing about
1: Jim Furyk. Even without the injuries. Yeah, well, Jim Furyk's swing speed's a little bit different. So you think he's just going to slow down? He
0: might slow down, yeah. But that just proves, KJ, like you're saying, it doesn't matter how you do it just as long as you get the ball in the hole. That's all that matters. If I think Wolf's weak part in his game is, is his chipping. His putting is severely underrated, and obviously his swing with George Gankis, that gets all the attention. If he can like stay consistent with the short game, I think he'll be just fine. They'll figure out the long game. He's too good not to. All right. I agree yeah. there. Yeah. 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 All right. The other one for this year that I kind of forgot about for a little bit, the Brooks versus Brandel Chambly. That was things. solid. Yeah. Remember when so Brooks lost all that weight before the Masters for – was it the SI shoot? GQ. GQ. shoot? Was it? GQ. I think so. It wasn't even for like a sports magazine. I don't think so. Wow. I thought it was, I thought it was maybe for like ESPN The Body issue. Where or... are you on Brandle's side? Look, I mean, we already know how T
1: Bone <laughs> feels about uh, naked and half naked men. So I don't whoa. know what. The you don't hell hell remember that's the episode where you're like, "Oh, I'm all about it. I support it." You don't remember that episode? <laughs> That was one of the funniest things, and you—I think you even said I'm behind that, which made it even fucking funnier.
2: I—I no comment. I don't know. I, just, I can, You can't be making those accusations, especially after I've been the guy who's worn the dress. I just let's—that
1: has got to be an all-time
0: moment for three under par, like yeah, just for we're us. T-
1: we're still on golf, though. We'll get—we'll get to us. Okay, we'll
0: get to us. Uh, yeah. So the Brandle thing. Look, I think he came out way too hot. I think Brandle makes a lot of really good points and. He might be even underappreciated as a golf analyst. Like, he is so well-educated in golf. But him coming out the way that he did against Brooks was not not the right thing to do. And then Brooks responds back with the clown nose on Brando Chambly. And then, sure enough, Brooks wins the freaking PGA Championship. Just big-dicking Brando Chambly. Like, I, I don't know what else to say about that. So, uh, those are some other things. T-Von, how about some golf gossip, man? Like, what was one of your favorite golf gossips? Throughout the year, like Dean Player, Michelle Wee, what you got?
2: I think Kuchar was so weird that he kept uh, that yes. kept coming up. I think the very recent we didn't even cover it on an episode. I don't think, but it was uh, Tommy Two Gloves Gainey getting caught in the human trafficking case?
0: We did not talk we did about not that. that.
1: How the hell did recent. we not talk about this? Because wow. we've talked about this. We just yeah. didn't talk about it on the pod? No,
2: yeah, I don't think so. so unbelievable. I guess <laughs> the listeners that the listeners that don't know, uh, I grew golf off,
1: gossip with T Bone coming in. Love
2: yeah, it. We'll do a quick segment. Yeah. I so there's a show called The Big Break. Classic golf channel show. It's a skills challenge show that had a contestant uh, eliminated each week. Winner of the show, got a bunch of perks, got to play in a PGA Tour event. There's this guy named Two Gloves Ganey. He's this country bumpkin from... Kind of like a blue character, right? Yeah, Yeah. But he wore two gloves, had a shitty swing, but he was really good. Played on the PGA Tour for a little while. And next thing we know, he's involved in a human trafficking case. Uh, Did we see how that that, turned out? No, there wasn't a lot of information on it. So, okay. But that was Crazy. I think the whole El Toucan, Kuchar thing was crazy. Um, Dean Player. I like uh, that oh, one. Oh, who's the guy who pissed on the plane? Oh, yeah.
0: That was awesome. Thorborn Olison. That's right. The, yeah. The Thunder. What does his name translate to? Like Thunderbear. Thunderbear.
1: Thunder
2: Bear. <laughs> thunder Bear. I think, honestly, the golf gossip in general.
0: It's been a great year.
2: so weird because... I thought it'd be. I was, I came up with the segment and I was like, I don't know if we can do this every week, but we almost could. And you would never think
0: there'd be that much go- gossip in golf, but there's some good stuff out there. Also, something to add that happened. I think last week, John Rom got married. Did you see that? John Rom got was, married. It was, I think, yeah. during the President's Cup. We kind of got away from golf gossip towards the,
2: towards
1: the end of the year. You think that'll finally calm his ass down? I don't know. Uh, man. I'll tell you what, he's going to start listening more guaranteed maybe <laughs> that's what happens when you get married maybe he'll start listening to his caddy a
0: little bit more yeah what happened at the players there that was not good that was not good i've been over there on number 11 the there's players. no you, shot you can't hit that shot you don't care how good you are. your best
1: shot's a fat hook just hoping you catch part of that fairway
0: yeah that's a good point anyway john rom got married and it was just funny to me that they're like, we're talking presidents cup here in the, in the United States, but then all the European golf media, they're like, John Rom got married. Check out the images from the wedding, whatever. So uh, there was also a really funny picture of him at Wimbledon this year. You remember oh, that? Oh, the shitty ass. Yeah, yeah. But he's wearing the tie. Outfit that he had. <laughs> he was pretty butthurt about that. He was. He got worked up about
2: yeah. it. It was bad, though. It was well warranted.
0: Yes. And it's, look, it's kind of easy to make fun of that um, let's see, there was also, I feel like something that hasn't really been talked about as much in the last, let's call it six months, were the rule changes this year. At the beginning of the year, do you remember all the fuss about the rule changes from the USGA? If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I have no love for the USGA
1: that's putting it politely.
0: Like, I, yeah, I really don't care for the USGA. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> T-Bone, you all right, man? Yeah. I think we had our first ever sneeze on the 300 par pod. <laughs> I'm not going to cut that either. I'm going to keep <laughs> yeah, it in. <laughs> all right. Continue. <laughs> yeah. I got no love for the USGA, but these rule changes were still crazy to me. That, like, dropping from your knee. And that came out about at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, where people were getting DQ'd for their caddies being behind lined them. up behind you. Yep. I think how Tong Lee that he lost a hundred thousand dollars over in Dubai, I believe last year, if I'm not mistaken. About his caddy was like walking away. He wasn't. In, anyway, USGA was put on notice very early this year. Justin Thomas versus the USGA going on on Twitter, and then I think everything calmed down after the U.S. Open. After they hosted the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, it's been kind of they haven't really been in the news, which is a good thing if you're the USGA. You don't want to be in the news ever if you're the U.S.J., I don't think.
1: Regulate, not spotlight. That's what you got to do.
0: Yes, very much so. Uh, is there anything else? That's kind of really all I got. I mean, outside of your your usual suspects, like Pace of Play, Brooks Koepka Pace of Play, Bryson DeChambeau for all of his antics, whether it be Pace of Play or... He got jacked. Just,
1: he, did, I almost didn't recognize him at yeah, the Ryder Cup. That's true. He put on some muscle... Like, I literally did not recognize the guy. I was like, who the hell is that? And he turned around. He didn't have a shitty
0: hat on. How about that for Bryson? He doesn't really wear his little paint-stewart-looking hat unless he's playing. In the tournament. Like, during practice rounds, he wears a normal hat.
1: I heard what those were called, and I didn't know what the person was saying. I thought they were drunk and getting text. I can't remember the name of it, but... I should know that. You should know that. I've seen you wear multiple hats. Just like them.
0: That's okay. Yeah. So, what were some of our favorite moments for three under par in 2019? Uh, I think we kind of touched on it earlier. The dress round—I mean, dude, that's got to stick out. Just
1: dress round was dope. T
0: Bone, I still can't believe you played a round of golf in a dress at a public golf course and shot under par. (laughs) It was crazy. Yes, that was that was
1: the that was the best part of it.
0: And still lost. Because I knew you were going to kill it.
1: You're just one of those guys, like. I mean, you're the three under par. Pod fashion guy, fashion like, guy, you're gonna gossip. kill it. I knew you weren't gonna show up and half-ass it. I'm glad you didn't whole-ass it though, because that would have been weird. Yikes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, played the best I've seen you play, probably ever. In a, in a in a dress.
2: I haven't shot under par in a very long time. I haven't shot under par since. <laughs>
0: uh, that when's, was. When's the next time you think you're gonna shoot under par?
2: Maybe I need to throw on another dress. That was the joke. But I'll break an I'll break another
0: ankle just to see you shoot on
2: the It's still in my golf bag. The dress is stopped <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Stop. no way. That thing's
1: got to be literally like yeah. It's I'll be sweat like molding yeah. and
2: I disintegrating. It, but Gosh. it's almost sentimental. I see it in my golf bag, and I'm like, do I get rid of this?
1: No, it, it's sentimental. <laughs> wash it and then hang it above your shitter or your bed, just to remind you. Never lose to a yeah. couple guy.
0: Never lose to a cripple guy. That's got to be the other part that sticks out to me the most. KJ, you broke your ankle and you were still playing golf and beat T Bone. I want to preface with that. a broken ankle oh, in order. That, that's why the, the dress round happened to begin with. I think I shot seventy
2: eight or seventy seven that day. <laughs> he didn't play that bad. <laughs> yeah, you played pretty well.
1: I said this at the beginning. Like, I don't need that ankle. I'm gonna be able to clear and ha- hang on my left side anyways. I just had to get a little stacking tilty all day and just manufacture shots
2: oh yeah totally that's what everyone says when they break an ankle and play golf
1: (laughs) i I went back for like the i think like the two months after i got my cast and she was not happy with me i'm glad everything turned out okay but i can't tell you how many times she had to change the cast be like all right this is soaking wet and there's literally still grass in your cast
0: there's grass in there huh i was like well i
1: told you at the beginning Button that shit up tight because I'm playing golf.
0: Yeah. Man, because Little White Ball is life.
1: Little White Ball is life.
0: That's like was the quintessential Exhibit A version of Little White Ball is life when KJ's out there, not only like in a walking boot, but in a hard cast out there playing golf, hopping around when we have a nine o'clock tea time because there's still dew on the ground. Yep. Man.
1: Didn't want to get yelled at. Yeah. That was good though. You did it
0: great and you beat T Bone. What'd you shoot like 75 or 74 that day? I don't know. Essentially on one foot?
1: I I don't remember. All that matters is it could have been 90 to 91, and I would have had a great time because we're getting automatic dress.
0: (laughs) We'll need to arrange something this year. That's one thing, one of our goals, I think, for 2020. KJ, you mentioned it play more golf together because I feel like we all play a little bit. uh, We all play a lot of golf, maybe except T-Bone. He's gotten more in the tennis. 2019, which is outrageous, but more golf together because we have an announcement that's coming at the end of this episode, and we're going to explain why we're going to try to play golf more together. Be sure to stay tuned and listen for that as we are 29 minutes (laughs) into the episode. So, uh, yeah, is there anything else that really sticks out to you all? I mean, for us, I mean, I went to the Players this year. The Players was a blast. KJ, you took a couple weekend trips out to the Hill Country to play some golf. It's been a fun year, 2019.
1: It has. There was a lot more golf this year than the first, I mean, the first three years combined. More golf trips. Absolutely phenomenal.
0: And hopefully some more on the way in 2020.
1: We, we got we to gotta do one together, a golf trip together.
0: T-Bone went to Hawaii to play golf? Yep. For I'm real? going
1: to New Zealand to play golf for- Yes. got eight wow. rounds on the books.
0: Great. that's going to be I'm so jealous. That's awesome, man.
1: I think we should, we should like live stream one, a golf trip with us and whoever else wants to go, maybe a lucky viewer, and just keep the scoreboard all week. Beers drank, whiskey drank, how many times T-Bone cries, Scott's losing, okay. me not making That's where right, I draw the line, sir. <laughs> uh, I was trying to get a rise out of somebody, and T-Bone's just over here, just stone cold face.
0: You know, we did have a couple white claws before the podcast. Also, while we've been recording here, if you've heard like a somebody banging something on the table like that, that's an empty white claw. You're welcome, America. I there ain't no, that message. There ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Oh my gosh. Here
1: we
0: go. <laughs> that's right. Uh, also for me, I played in the Texas Mid-Am this year and ended up qualifying for How that. did
1: that not stick out to us?
0: Where I he shot looked, 86, 87. He
1: looked like <laughs> melted butter for the next two weeks, just walking around. just.
0: Bleh. So I play golf with my dad today. Uh, last round of the year, last round of the decade with my dad. It was, it was, we had a really good time out there. But I was thinking about it. I think this is my third round since the mid-am. That was in middle of September. I, 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 I was so rattled and shook. Defeated. I was so defeated after, oh, gosh, that... I don't even want to talk about it anymore. That's a golfing no disaster. That is the golfing disaster no Quick attitude, Scott. You're right. Uh, also, though, I think at this point in the year, there's also a little golfing fatigue. I think that sets in. I mean, the PGA Tour, even though with the condensed season this year, so it was felt more of a sprint where it's like we look up and, oh, shit, it's already the playoffs. I'm still kind of burned out a little bit on golf. Like, And next week is the Tournament of Champions over in Kapalua. Golf, I think, needs a little bit of break. That's just my opinion. That's the
1: stupidest thing I've ever heard you say.
0: All right, I might cut that.
1: Uh, no, go ahead.
0: Okay, I'll you leave it in there. You just went back to back. I'm a yeah, quitter. Yeah, you're right.
1: And then golf needs a break. There can never be too much golf. If I could have, you're right. I'll, if I could I'll have 52 through. weeks of the Masters, I'd have
0: it. Okay, but that's the Masters. It's
1: the Masters. Just saying, Scott. Just saying.
0: Look, it's it's really easy to get excited for the Masters, but it's harder to get excited for the 3M Open in July.
1: True. But I think that's why we're fatigued. You don't see guys going head to head. like That's not in front of you all the time. Not a whole bunch of motivation to go out and play a ton of golf. You see Tiger and Phil or Stinson and Phil or Patrick fucking Reed (laughs)
0: going at it head to head. You're like, all right, let's get out there. Right, so which I'd be down for to see more like skins matches or something. I think they try to do something like that before the. Can you imagine if Shell's Wonderful World of Golf, like us growing up, was still a thing? That'd be great. I'd be I'd be so on board with that because that reminds me of what we do with each other, where we're you know playing for skins. We're we're mixing it up out there. Uh, this time last year, you had the match that had already gone on. That's where we came up with the name Three Under Par. Actually, was. After we had a lot of cocktails, watching the match at Little Woodrow's, there we go off Washington Street. Shout out to Little Woodrow's there, but you know the tournament champions next week. I think that's when I'll start be like, all right, like golf season's kind of back. I just need like I think another week gearing up. Let's let's also have bowl season that's going on right now. Let that have its or run its course. Man, Oklahoma, they got the shit kicked out of my LSU a couple of days ago. Yikes. I love that.
1: I love that game.
0: My two roommates went to LSU, so uh, we have a good household right now. We'll see how Baylor does. Everybody's this weekend happy. Now.
1: Baylor better win or there's gonna be a fire.
0: I think I'd be okay if Baylor loses as long as we keep Matt Rule. He might be like the hottest name coach, right, Steven? As a fellow Baylor grad, what, what you got there? I You're think cool he's gone. Baylor losing. I think he's Shut gone. Up. I really, you think he's gone? Yeah, I think he stays one more year.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think he's underqualified for NFL jobs at this point. I also
0: think we're getting very off topic, but okay, uh, yeah. we can get we'll back, bring it back to golf. We'll <laughs> bring it back. Sorry. Good point. Okay. So those are like big highlights for 2019, uh, fellas, for the decade. I'm looking at the major championship, major championship winners for the last decade. You know who won the very first major of this decade? So that would be the 2010 Masters.
1: 2010 Masters?
0: 2010 Masters. Yes. Schwartzel was twelve, right? Mickelson? Phil Mickelson. Philly? Is that what, is that this one? No, that no. was two thousand and six. Is that two thousand six? Holy shit. I thought shit, it was early. No, 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 no. No, that was two thousand four. That's when he hit that shot from the pine straw on eleven. Uh-oh. On 12, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On 12. The one that, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's crazy to think that was Barely within the same that decade. Unbelievable. Why he would he hit you try that, that shot? That was a six iron from that like That was not a four. No, that was 2010 when he hit the okay, pine straw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was his, his celebration was 2004. His first ever major win. Got it, win. got it. But yeah, that's crazy to think that that was just 10 years ago, and now Phil has fallen out of the top 10. That just also shows his dominance, what really Phil Mickelson, why he's one of the greatest players ever. Uh, some other majors that really stuck out to me. First off, I mean, we already touched on it. Tiger Woods, finally winning. It was awesome. Jordan Spieth winning the Masters in 2015 as well was just outrageous. Like, that was guy our age that we grew up playing against in junior golf here in the state of Texas. We knew pretty early on that he was going to be good. Maybe not that good that quickly. But, I mean, dude, he's he's a man. Uh, what were some other majors that stuck out to y'all uh, this decade? What you got? I mean, KJ, you mentioned Henrik and Phil that was going one at of the it at best, the Open Championship.
1: That was one of the best head-to-head matches. I felt like I was watching not a tournament, just two people going at it, playing at their best. Yes. And then Stinson breaking the record, or tying the record, sorry. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable, with a bomb. With a bomb, Yeah. M- might I add.
0: That was great.
1: It was just, I mean, usually when you see somebody play like that in a major, either one of them. Run away with it. Mm-hmm. Win by six.
0: Win Definitely. By five. And they're paired together too. Final round. They're they going fed shot each other. It shot. was just bing, bing, bing. Electric, man. It was electric. When I was watching that, I just
2: remember watching that major and I felt bad for Phil. He's like, oh, you've played well enough to win a major, to win this British Open. But, Definitely. But it was good to also see him win a British Open.
0: Yeah, because Phil he, won his he, in twenty thirteen. So that's when he, he won his. He
2: had always mentioned that was something he probably thought he was never gonna win. It turns out that's the US
1: Open. <laughs> oh um, yikes.
0: But I think we can finally put it to bed that Phil's never gonna win a US open, right? Correct. Yeah.
1: He had a shot. He's never well, he hit that he had close
0: to he had six chances, actually, to be <laughs> clear.
1: We're not going all the way back to Wingfoot. Okay. Yikes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't that was mean. bad. Hey, it's gonna be at Wingfoot in 2020. U.S. Open is the scene of the crime. Scene of the crime.
1: <laughs> Four left. Oh no. Hey, uh, can we not put the hospitality tent so close this next time? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get them 80 yards offline? Yeah. 60 doesn't work for me.
0: You know what's crazy is that like every major, when you really start to think about it, you're like, man, those are all really special from Adam Scott winning the Masters in 2013. Bubba Watson, you know, crybaby little bitch Bubba Watson. But, I mean, he still won two green jackets. So, I mean, credit where he has that all-time shot out of the pine straw in the playoff against Louis who stays in. I mean, that's what's great about the Masters too, that you can go to those places. Be like, hey, you can stand where Bubba Shot hit that massive rope hook with the freaking gap wedge or whatever.
2: Uh, Do you know what's not great? A not great moment from the decade, besides all the Ryder Cups, uh, Dustin Johnson, PGA Championship, Whistling Straits. Yes. Grinding the club and
0: whatever that was. That was brutal. Yeah, that was 2010 when Martin Kaymer won. Uh, yeah, DJ. And then and- how about
1: DJ Three putting on the last hole? For the at, U.S. Open yeah. at uh,
0: Chambers Bay when Chambers Jordan Speed won.
1: They got a lot of flack for that tournament.
0: Thank goodness Dustin Johnson won the U.S. Open. It was at Oakmont in 2016. And he and he bailed out the USGA that tournament because the, the, there was that, does he have that extra two-shot penalty? Does he not have oh, that two-shot yeah. penalty? The pending penalty, yeah. Yeah, that's when the USGA was just like dog shit. Yeah. I mean, they still kind of are, but that was that was bad.
2: I say the Dustin Johnson moment being tough, but the worst of all time for the decade, hands down, has got to be Spieth. We already talked about it a little bit. Oh, Spieth. 2016 Masters. 2016 Masters. Chunk City on and Corner.
0: W. 12. What What'd you say? The, the pissing bell instead of the golden bell? That's what it's called? Where people oh, piss away it's, the it's golf the golden tournament. shower. The golden shower. He, 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 <laughs> pissed,
1: he pissed that Masters away. He pissed all over whoever's standing next to him. And his own feet.
0: Yeah. Man, that was really bad. I
2: think it was a few years later, he was so far behind going into Sunday, but he was on pace to shoot 62 or 61 on Sunday, and he hit a tree on 18 about 50 yards in front of him. That was brutal, too. I don't yeah. know who ended up winning that at Masters. I can't remember, but
0: he's broken my heart a little bit at the Masters. Do you remember, some great moments. Do you remember when Webb Simpson won the U.S. Open in 2012 with the guy, the guy with the streaking? bird? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, have fun in jail, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good comment. Yeah, that's a great moment. I mean, Ernie L's winning also the British Open again in 2012. That was a great moment, uh, uh, especially considering how much. Ernie. Yeah, Ernie's the man. How much he's done for golf, especially when they found out his kid had autism. He's done so much for that for the autism community and raising money and awareness for there. I mean, he's really found a great passion outside of the game, I think. Um, I mean, Artie's the man to come full circle
2: with this podcast. Also, a great, unbelievable, one of my favorite uh golf gossip moments. But I gotta give a shout out to my boy Lucas Glover getting it done at Beth Page Black. I want to say 2012. No, that was
0: 2009. Th- that was the previous decade, yeah, yeah. bro. Was it? Yeah, yeah, but.
1: but I threw so much shade on him saying this guy would never come back. He's an absolute nothing. He's already ran his course. This guy, he had a great year. Literally, as soon as I started talking shit to T-Bone and laughing (laughs) at his pick and for (laughs) no love with the glove, he finishes like top 10, like two or three out of like five or six tournaments. Like How does that happen? I think I thought it was
2: the same decade because it was just like him, Webb Simpson, same thing, whatever.
0: Yeah, especially considering what happened last year with him and his wife at the Players' Championship <laughs> when he missed the cut and his wife got arrested for domestic <laughs> abuse. <laughs> so, That'll happen. That's so bad, man. What a comeback. Is he the, is he the Player of the Year or, or, or the Comeback Player of the Year? No! I don't think so, but he should be after that.
1: <laughs> Not even close.
0: Oh, man. Uh, also, how about Darren Clark winning the Open Championship? Gosh, that was 2011. That was the summer before I went to college. That seems like forever ago. Let's go through some forgettable moments. Martin Keimer, 2014 U.S. Open, dominate. Like he just took a dump all over Pinehurst. That that might have been the most boring U.S. Open. Was that the year they decided they were going to replace rough with?
2: I don't know. Yeah, that's shit when they you redid, can hit through.
0: They redid all of Pinehurst, and I think they put like waste areas in. There instead of trees, they took out like a thousand trees or something like that. Man, that stinks. Uh, some other ones: Keegan Bradley winning the PGA Championship. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I hate I, to I, say it, Duffner in the PGA Championship as well, who we lost to in a playoff, I believe, that same tournament.
0: But, yep. Uh, we yeah. touched on it earlier: Sergio, Danny Willett, Patrick Reed, Charles Schwartzel, Charles Schwartzel yeah. too. <laughs> <Yikes. That's tough. laughs> those, are, those are some tough ones. How about Jimmy? a rough go. Jimmy Walker winning the PGA Championship. Yeah, that's rough. He's
1: Ooh. a Texas guy, though, so I gave him a little bit of... Definitely, and he's a Baylor a guy, too. Okay, well...
2: Yeah. How about Rory's 82? 82? Yes. On Sunday? Uh-huh. That Ooh. was tough. Yikes. I think there's been... The, I think it's brought up every year he's at the Masters since that happened.
1: And then also him missing the cut... Because of basically at Real a Port Rush. Like, 30-inch putt is less than three feet. Oh, my goodness. Oh, right. my goodness. Oh. Are you kidding me? Because he just got up there and slapped it.
0: On the flip side, one of the best moments was Shane Lowry winning this year, the Open Championship. I mean, how great was that? Northern you can't Irish write a fan. story
2: like that. No. Absolutely Let's not also not go away from Rory. How about him shooting the bet at the Masters and then winning the U.S. Open right after? That was pretty awesome.
0: Yes. In this decade alone, Rory, as much as he has disappeared – he won his last major, the PJ Championship, in 2014. So the last six years, he hasn't done shit. But he still won four majors this decade. Young Rory was so dominant coming out the gates. Man, that, was, that is probably I'd one of the most overlooked more. things.
1: Would you not expect a lot more majors from him in a decade, though? Uh, dude, it's,
0: yeah. I would probably expect at least five. Maybe six. Maybe closer to six. Especially coming out. he won- Seven, eight, he was all the talk. Yeah. Like everything. He was. Man, he really was. Yeah. If you would have told me in, let's say 2015, right, that a guy named Brooks Kepka would tie Roy McRoy in terms of the majors, I'd be like, who is Brooks Kepka? Sure enough, he did. Yeah. I think, yeah, what was the comment Brooks made? Roy hasn't won a major since I've been out here on tour. Yeah. Look, I he's those are just facts. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Those are just facts. Uh, yeah, I mean, every other one, though. Justin Rose winning the U.S. Open at Marion was pretty great. uh Who finished, I think, f- another second-place finish for Phil Mickelson. Zach Johnson winning the Open Championship 2015. That was just weird. I mean, he beat Jordan Spieth. Jordan finished second. He had yeah, his eyes wide off. open, Zach like Johnson, kissing the trophy. Zach Johnson gets shit on a lot. Oh, also, how about this for an all-time moment for this year? Remember when he— accidentally hit his ball on 13-T at Augusta. Yeah, yes. That was good. And he's just, that was oh, good. shit. That was good. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's something you never expect to come out of that guy's mouth. Absolutely not. A very outspoken man of faith, like very great guy on the PJ Tour, and then just like actually hits his ball on hot mics, pick up, oh, shit.
1: Golf does some crazy things to a human.
0: Golf is a four-letter word. Yeah, it is. As they say. Uh, Francesco Molinari, too. That was a great Open Championship. Him versus Tiger, Karnuski. Uh I mean that was that was great. Uh every year man, they've they've gotten I mean the majors they deliver in their own special unique way every single year. Uh but those were the big things that stuck out to me, you know, Tiger's up and downs, I don't want to go through that, but the the fact that he was down so much and then wins the Masters. I mean, that's the all-time moment of the decade. I think was it the Associated Press AP named him the male athlete of the year or best athlete of the year last week? I think I just tweeted out, "Water is wet." Merry Christmas. Like, Like, mm. what? What do you want? Is the Pope Catholic? Does the bear shit in the woods? Like anybody under
1: thirty, this is the best athlete of your entire life. Is what they should have said.
0: Right now, the previous decade there were some really rough major winners like Todd Hamilton, Ben Curtis. Not to throw shade, Mike Weir at the Masters. Was Rich Beam following that
2: decade? He's got it. Yes,
0: he he won the PJ in two (laughs) thousand two. Like, I don't want to throw too much shit at those guys. I mean, because like, they won. But, I mean, there, there's been Dude, some great go moments. With Rich,
1: Beam? <laughs> Rich Beam? How does that even come to your mind? <laughs> Are you still playing <laughs> Tiger Woods comeback. 2004?
0: I think that's the last time I've seen Rich Beam's name. And t doesn't have a computer in front of him either. He just pulled <laughs> that out of his... <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: Rich Beam. He had the most
0: legendary dance. Celebration dance. He oh, sure did. Goodness. Do you remember go. also when Jason Day won the PGA Championship? That guy was playing some incredible golf. Yeah. Another thing to touch on, Anthony Kim. Where'd he go? I am shocked. I, don't know. He, I wow. He what a lived callback!
1: The Cotton die Joe song in life. Where'd he go? Where'd he come from? Where I don't the know. fuck did he go? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Anthony Kim Joe. Like that's what he lived his entire life.
0: <laughs> He's the reason why I think we was it the Ryder Cup we won in 2012, finally, or 2008? Oh wait. Was yeah, it, it over weekly yeah. When he won, I thought that was 2000, we won in 16, got our ass kicked in 14. I thought that was 12. Did Maybe. we lose in 12? I don't know. I don't remember. But I I remember AK was going against Sergio Garcia in singles. And he just kicked the shit out of Sergio. And this is when Sergio was like still really good. I'm like, he's irrelevant now. But uh, AK, dude, he like he was one of the best American golfers. Young and up- Young and upcoming guys. It's crazy down.
2: Something I just remembered. I know he almost won the Masters. I want to say he finished top five. Smiley. If he wins the Masters,
0: Smiley, Kaufman. is he still playing? AK? Yeah.
1: That's a great question. Wow. A what a
0: hypothetical.
1: I mean, he's still playing the Masters. Like He might go.
2: That's what I'm saying. It, you don't just yeah. play the Masters.
1: I, I, I don't know. That is a great question.
0: If anybody, though, would do it, it would be Anthony Kim. Just be like, I'm not going to play this. I bought my
1: first white belt with an actual buckle because of Anthony Kim. (laughs) That's how influential he was on my life.
0: He was amazing. Yeah. Gosh, he really was. I heard somebody was telling me that he, I don't know if some like gambling man or whatnot, or maybe it was an insurance company, told him that they would pay him millions of dollars if he never touched a club again. And... That's why he is. I don't know if he's like ever played golf. Seriously, like he. I know he's one of the best players in the world, but I don't know if he's ever really played golf. I think he does every now and then, like a Dallas National, a Preston Trail, one of those really private courses up in DFW. But cause he still lives in Dallas. It's not like he's a hermit. But even though he kind of is, I don't know. Man, it's somebody weird. like do some investigative work on this. Maybe we'll call on a few favors, see if we can figure it out. Figure this out. Get to the bottom of it. Can you imagine if we get Anthony Kim on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Nobody's
1: heard or seen of this guy. And welcome Anthony Kim.
2: No one would know who he is on our podcast. I don't think it's been that long.
0: Yeah, our demographics are a little bit younger. And it's been a minute since he's played. Gosh. Hey, also, he won the Houston Open. How about that? There we go. Good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, end of an era for the Houston Open this decade. You know, it was the last
1: tournament Houston Open. Ben Hogan. That was his last tournament.
0: I did see that actually this week that he withdrew from the Houston Open. That was his last ever tournament. Ben Hogan doesn't get enough credit. We need to talk about that maybe on a future podcast. Man, he was so good because you were telling us about the special that was on Golf Channel, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Back to back to back. Unbelievable.
0: You know he only played in one British Open and one.
1: Yeah. His first appearance. That's crazy. That's a different type of golf. And you go over there and win your first one. Yeah. That's what he said. That's the only thing he needed left, basically a notch on a belt for golf. That's the only thing he needed to complete his being happy in golf. Yeah. And he goes over there and just works people.
0: He's the only person to win. He's the only person to ever win the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the PGA in the same year. Same calendar year. Not even Tiger did that. And the only reason why he didn't go for the Grand Slam is because that was the year he didn't play in the British Open because at that point, I think the PGA and the British Open were played at the same week. Or something like that? Maybe US Open? I don't remember. Scheduling conflicts. Thank goodness they got that shit worked out now. All right. Any other great moments for this decade that you got?
1: There's a lot we're missing, I'm sure. But Yeah.
0: So let us know what we're missing. Write us an email. Send us a tweet or DM us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at 300parpod. Pod. is the number three. Pod on Twitter and Instagram. As I mentioned, our email is on there. We've gotten a few email listeners. Uh that have sent in comments, things that we missed or whatnot, we'll start in a men's section at the beginning and be like, hey, this is is something that we missed. Next week, you can, I think next week we'll probably do more of our 2020 preview. Maybe give our preseason predictions there we for go. major championships. Who's uh, going to do well? Maybe player of the year. You know, things like that. What do y'all think?
1: I like it. I, I think yeah. I'm pretty much going walking Neiman all the way across the board, but we'll figure it out.
0: Grand right? slam. Some more. <laughs> Uh, actually, Brooks Koepka across the board. If I can't, I, that guy wins majors. It's
1: the safest bet ever.
0: That's right. I think he wins. Actually, one person, shout out to Garza, he sent this in to me. Between Cantley and Xander Shoffley, do one of them win a major this year? Yes. That's what I said.
1: Absolutely. Definitely. I think it's going to be Cantley more than Schauffele, but Shoffley's always there.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. I think they both finished second this year or if Xander finished second. Cantley was right there. I think he backed off towards had the end, gra- but
1: they had a great great job at, uh, at East Met- Lake
0: as well. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, you know, stuff like that. Some prop bets that we might start doing uh for next year. Uh some more announcements. KJ, you're off to New Zealand in a few weeks. We're going to do an That's episode right. next week and then I'm out of town the week after and then you're gone in New Zealand for a couple of weeks on a golf trip. How many rounds of golf you got lined up?
1: We have 8 rounds of golf lined up that's amazing it's gonna be unbelievable
0: are you gonna give us a call can we get an update for the pod while you're over there
1: absolutely yes we're we've definitely got a time difference so i'll be calling you actually do not call me before like three o'clock is it p.m. a 13
0: hour difference or what's the time difference between that
1: i have no idea all i know is it's i'm losing a full day and a half on the flight there <laughs> yeah but then i gained it on the way back so
0: that is true we're good I don't know. You're literally going to be in like a different day whenever we talk on the phone. You're going to be in the future.
1: Whoa. The future is now, Scotty. (laughs) The future is now.
0: My man. (laughs) Uh, Some other announcements. Uh, 2020 is in like two days. Yeah. It's weird. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Uh, If 2019 sucked for you, that's perfectly fine. 2020, big things on the horizon. For you, for us, here at three under par, we were just talking about it. All right, I'm gonna go and drop this announcement right now. Big news: one of our plans for 2020 is to launch a YouTube page. So I was working on a like year in recap review, so that's gonna be the first video that I'm probably gonna post tonight, right after I post this uh, this episode.
1: It is fire.
0: I'm pretty proud of it. I'm not going to lie. And look, I do want to preface, like, I'm not as much of a tech guy. Like, I just bought a bunch of microphones and shit to get this podcast off the ground. This is really my second time ever to use iMovie. You nailed it. Putting it together. So hopefully everybody out there likes it. There's also a Jay Z song in there that uh, may or may not get us a copyright strike on it. I don't oh. know. And now you just brought that we'll up. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I might just mute that part. <laughs> if <laughs> yeah, so, if there's on. a muted part, yeah, that's supposed to be Jay Z saying. No, I would love to get sued by Jay Z. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Jay Z sues it. Like that's, that's any that's publicity put us on the is map. good publicity, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I like that. So YouTube page is launching this year. Because, also, we're going to start uploading. We're adding video to our podcast. How about that? We're going to have a video, and we're going to also upload all of our videos. So if you want to see our beautiful faces, see what we look like.
1: I apologize in advance for Instead how of, many times I wear shades indoors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to. Look, so I also do some editing before we upload these podcasts, and uh, probably not anymore. It's all going to be raw footage because we're going to upload directly directly. After we we're done recording to YouTube, you're going to see uh, KJ with this scar that we keep referencing yep. on the lip. You're going to see T-Bone wearing his tennis gear after he comes from the tennis courts. Are you going to Are you gonna try to play more golf in 2020, T-Bone?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah? I uh, made some swing changes that are turning out beautifully. It's a matter of time before I'm nice. beating you guys. You ever seen sp- cooked <laughs> <What>? spaghetti
1: fall <laughs> out of the pan and not into the other pan? I'm sure that's what it's gonna look like at the top.
2: All right, you can.
1: <laughs>
2: you may be better than me, but there's—I got a better swing than you.
1: Uh, I mean, it's all about getting in the hole. Yeah. So that's
0: one thing we're going to try to record all of our rounds so we can see T-Monk just get his freaking ass kicked Destroyed. every single week by me and KJ, and it's going to be on the YouTube. I hope this actually—I hope uh,
1: this swing change actually works out for him though. And it I makes hope him so. I
0: don't want to hear him bitching anymore about I would about love
1: it. for him. I don't care about the seventy ones. It, I, I, I really care about how the fuck do you ever shoot ninety? How does that happen? I
2: never shot ninety. I shot eighty-nine. 80, eighty-nine. And I all I'm gonna say is Whoa, eighty-nine. All I, I'm gonna say is I'm happy I didn't play in the Texas mid and I'm happy I didn't break you. Oh, and I'm and I'm happy I didn't break my ankle and get a new lip. So fuck you guys.
1: <laughs> Twenty-twenty is about to be hot also something scotty didn't mention if you want to see all this come like actual full circle in real life we're also going to be hosting a tournament in 2020 that's right so also let us know your interest if you would like to play um we'll be obviously giving out details and all that kind of stuff later but come see this shit show in person i think we
2: just i think we decided on gus wortham for preliminary (laughs) thoughts
1: uh okay so that's t-bones so that's a (laughs) no-go No, oh, we not, set up not the customer We'll get we'll get suggestions from you guys and see if we can pull some strings, places we yeah. know people at.
0: And KJ is tournament chair. Here we go. Yeah, it was no it was it was So guess what? Yeah. There will definitely be booze there.
1: <laughs> You're all welcome in advance.
0: That's right. There will be booze there. We will be there. It's probably going to be in Houston. So uh even if for our out of town listeners, if you want to come in. We will be posting these tournament dates and whatnot on our social media platforms and naming it down here, or, or we're going to be talking about it on the podcast. The more that we talk about this tournament, fellas, I am pumped. Half chub right now. Half yeah, chub. definitely half chub. Oh, man, it's going to be sick. I can't wait to kick all y'all's asses, too. Fuck you about the mid-hams. I, kind of <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got to. All we do is throw
1: shade on his golf game, and this is a golf podcast. He's got to come back with
0: something <laughs> That's the hey. only thing you have on us because, like, hey. we will beat you at nine times out Scott, of 10. have you Maybe. ever topped six drivers in a row? I have not. That's and on the YouTube. thank you for
1: listening to the 300 bar podcast. <laughs> hey, you, you, you climbing any
2: trees next year? I don't know. We'll see how it goes.
1: <laughs> I don't hit my ball far enough offline to actually have to climb a tree like you, so we'll figure it out.
0: Hmm. hmm. Okay. Man. This is hey, climbing very quickly. Hey, if, here.
1: If, if, I love we're, it. if we're not
2: climbing any trees, you'll, I'm sure you'll find some fences to jump over.
1: There, <laughs> I'm not very good with any uh, wood framing or we just gotta avoid hookers on and
0: off the golf course, and we'll be okay. <laughs>
1: this is awesome
0: oh man Let's That's just fantastic. off the rails we're
1: gonna have to start with full disclosure and nobody under 13. yeah they're gonna need to like sign something
0: before they agreed to play in this tournament this tournament's gonna be so much fun we just we're, to we're gonna to have this some episode. great door prizes. we're going to have maybe merch coming question we will part? have some merch we'll see at least at the tournament now, merch is something that we would love to do uh, but we need this podcast to grow. In order for us to potentially do merch, new logo is hopefully on the way as well. That's going to be pretty cool. So incorporating the new logo with the merch. So that's why you need to tell a friend about this podcast. So in 2020, we would love to get this podcast sponsored in some form or fashion so that we can get a sponsor so we can do something like merch or put on a tournament or do something like that. I think the tournament's going to happen no matter what.
1: The tournament's happening no matter what. Yeah, it it's is It's going to be taken care of. Correct.
0: Uh, some, but you know, if people watch on YouTube or we grow that channel, we're literally starting with zero subscribers, at least at the time of this recording. So we'll see how it looks maybe this time next year, because a lot has changed for us 20 in, in 2019 professionally and personally, and even just starting this podcast, who knows what 2020 is going to look like. I'm excited, fellas. I don't know about y'all. This is just the tip. Should I finish with the
1: iceberg to make it?
0: This yeah. is just the tip of the iceberg. There we go. Yeah, just the tip. Just for a second yeah. see how it feels. Oh, my <laughs> oh, gosh. are we going to get into? Okay. scary. <laughs> yep. Hey. Wedding Crashers, you're welcome, everybody. Uh, yeah, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. As we mentioned, tell a friend about the podcast. Uh, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. That way we know we'll, we will see it. Also, we would love to. We're on the charts in the United States in terms of golf podcasts, which is pretty cool. I want to move up those charts. I don't know about y'all. We're all pretty competitive people. And, uh, Jay so you first, your last. It's yeah, happening. Let's do it. We're going to do it big. T-Bone, is there anything else that you would like to add? No, I'm good. This has been a long one. This yeah, is...
1: you got some editing to do, boy. Man,
0: I think I might just upload it straight up. Maybe accept a few comments that was made about KJ or something like that KJ is there anything else you would like to add
1: no I'm good I'm excited for the new year it's
0: gonna be a big year 2020 big things on the horizon end of a decade started new things as well thanks everybody for tuning in we really appreciate y'all and remember little white ball is life